I'm Chase. And I'm Timothy. And this is Customer Service. Timothy Brondo Grindo. How are we doing? I'm fine. How are you? It's been a day today, huh? It's been a day. It's been our last day in our studio space, our current studio space. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. And last full. Got a lot of things to wrap here. up. Yep. It's a lot. A lot of new product coming in. Yep. Every Pe- problem is a big problem. People today. on our arse, huh? Yeah. People are on our arse. It's too much. Yeah. We'll get through it, though. It's all good, bro. Yeah. We always do, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're right, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, it's, yeah, like Timothy said, it's a nice little kind of warmish day here in Boulder. It's our last day we're in our photo studio. We are officially getting the keys to our new space tomorrow. It'll be our fulfillment studio <laughs> office podcast Rumpus two bathrooms room. two dishwashers one shower it's gonna be sick big old space yeah those two dishwashers are gonna be tremendous i uh oh i and i forgot you you gave me the okay yesterday we can put no, in a mini ramp in it <laughs> no i've i've said no to so many weird ideas on this space so far <laughs> it's unbelievable how many times i was in thinking a day i'm getting pitched we on, could get one of those cryo chambers so we can heal our bodies with really cold temperatures mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna get one of those dunk tanks and stick you all in it <laughs> <laughs> like from a carnival throw a softball and dunk <laughs> what if instead of getting an ice bucket i just got a dunk tank <laughs> like oh, i got this cheap on craigslist we can do the same shit in it yeah it's Fill cold i promise it's cold sit <laughs> you up there it's just lukewarm water that we don't change <laughs> yeah no it'd be yeah it's fine couple yeah. fish in there but all right well today on the pod it's good that we started silly because we've got a mr mark M- he told us it was Mark Boutelier. Mark Boutelier. Mark Boutelier. It's hard because we were pronouncing it wrong in our heads for a long time. So. Boutelier. Yep. He is an Atlanta resident. Yep. You've seen him on Instagram pulling some fits. You've seen him, if you've come through our store, he sent us a framed photo of him holding a capital bear. It's very funny and cute. He's a, he's like a little shit stir, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we've been aware of him a long time. We we love that he had like kind of like a funny take on fashion and yeah. and I just think that he's really like open and honest about not only what he does but his opinions and thoughts and feelings and 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 shit on fashion. He just yeah. sort of like he allows it to be less serious, which I think ruffles some feathers and then he has opinions that I mean, he, he kind of, uh, he talks to us about basically loose opinions. Uh, I mean, what, what is it? Hard opinions loosely held. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like, that's really like, he, he, he gets what we're saying where it's like, you're just kind of saying something to get conversation 100%. going and then you'll let your mind be changed. Cause I probably don't really care that much. I just, no, no, no. I just want to like argue about it for fun. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I, I have to say in, in terms of strong opinions, loosely held, I was uh, I was brought down a notch by my broth is sauce comment. Yeah, <laughs> people you, didn't like that very yeah, much. You got you got you got sat down and talked to. <laughs> it's okay. It's I understand where man, they're coming from. He's a man sitting here across from me in a Kelly green jacket that he got today. Yep. And this is a guy who talks to me about I don't wear color. I don't do this. It's, I don't do that. Green. He gets a bright green jacket. On it goes. <laughs> and now, and now we're right a bright, out of the box. Right and now he's a box. bright green jacket guy. Yeah. So I this is this is us to a T. So we felt like. We've always felt like we got along well with him and understood where he was coming from. So yeah. we wanted to sit down and uh, have a conversation with him because it's like it's been really fun doing these. I think you'll agree that it's like a lot of these people 
chit-chatted with here and there, but we've not really had like conversations with. Yeah. Um, like it's longer like, conversations. So it's been really fun to like see people face to face and be, and just start, you know, just talk it out. Yeah. And, and it was, again, it was really cool to see, uh, he's a lot like us in a lot of ways. He's, I don't know, yeah. kind of go to bed kind of early. He's chill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, a uh, 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 he's kin to us. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not, uh, let's not delay it any longer. Let's get in, uh, right into our conversation with, with Mark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll Here hop we, right into it. Here we go. Here comes Mark. Hello, Mark. You always say one more thing <laughs> after me. <laughs> so, and you, so you were saying also, you were saying like you were going to get back into like a routine. Like what is that? What's that look like for you? Like what's a routine look like you for you in a day? Um, I'm kind of more of a morning person than a night person. Like I feel like there's a lot of like fashion dudes that, I mean, especially when you go to like New York Fashion Week or something like that, who just have like unlimited stamina. They're just like, every single night, three, four AM, like it doesn't matter. And like for me that's like yeah. I'm someone who likes to wake up at like eight AM every morning and kinda like usually I'll go to a coffee shop. Like I've tried to like master the art of coffee at home and I just feel like I can't uh I can't <laughs> good no matter what. There we there we go, Mark, because now now we're on the same team because uh, we play this game all the time because he was he went through this process of buying an espresso machine. <laughs> I told him he loves it, so I'm not. I love poop it, him. yeah. But it it's not as no matter. I've invested a lot of money into this throughout the years. I've had every stupid machine I can think of, <laughs> and it's not as good at home. You just got to go somewhere. Yeah, it's it's true, and also it's like especially working from home in a sense, like I say from home, I guess I can like kind of do it anywhere. But like, I feel like because I do that, if I don't get out of the house, like right, like then in the morning, I feel like sometimes I just won't. And then I'll just have like a lazy day and like, yeah, kind of gets me up and around. Like it's a good start. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you. Mark, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Because I think what you're getting at is something that I suffer from too, but I, I know the culprit. <laughs> Do you smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you're, you're describing a day that I might be like, oh, I've got all this time. I'm going to go do all this shit. And then I never do. So I wasn't sure if maybe that was the case. But <laughs> Pretty, uh, I'm not like fully straight edge. Like I'll, I'll drink here and there. But even that, like I feel like I'm turning into like an old man because it's like I right now I'm on like wine. Like that's like my like. Mm hmm alcohol of choice in a sense like i've always hated beer and then like for a little while i was like oh cocktails but now that just feels like super aggressive on like i don't know just like a random evening that just feels like a lot so it's like yeah 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 i feel like wine has been kind of like that nice in between like just something that's not too too much but you know it's just kind a little of, treat yeah it's just something nice it's kind of like coffee in a sense honestly just like it feels feels good do <laughs> yeah you know it's it's funny i feel like so many younger like it, 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 well i guess when i it's different because we grew up in hardcore so there was so many i knew so many straight edge people like, yeah, yeah legit straight edge but it, it's funny like it that is not as much of a priority i don't think for young people as much as it was for like my generation of younger like when we were younger everyone was down everyone partied like a lot yeah and it doesn't it definitely feels like it's like a little more okay to just not mm -hmm. now or at least that's like socially because it's like i didn't know anyone who didn't i mean unless unless they were like old hardcore guys yeah they like everybody party everybody yeah 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 i think it kind of depends because it's like some friend groups i feel like are almost like based around like going out and partying and it's like if you're not like doing that you're just not gonna like be in that friend group in a sense and so it's like, yeah 
also, I mean, I'm not in like the nine to five lifestyle. So I feel like people who like do that, like are more inclined to kind of do that. But honestly, I never really had like a super like crazy, like party phase. Cause like even in college, like I lived at home through like all of college. So like, I didn't really have like a crazy college experience. I didn't really have like really any of that. I mean, I'm like, I'm not saying I've never partied or never like, you know, done any of that, but it's, it's not something that I ever like prioritize that much, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I have a question. Like, how did you, so? We're from. We talk about this a million times, but we're we're both from the Midwest, mm-hmm. and we got into clothes in different ways, kind of similar in some ways, different in others. But like, you're from what, what part of Georgia is it again? Um, I'm from like the suburbs of, but I live in Atlanta now. So, gotcha. Sick, sick. So, what's it like? How did you? Because I feel like that's a. I mean, I guess you know Atlanta's changed a ton uh, since I was younger, but uh, like. What's it like? I, I guess how do you get into fashion coming from there? Because it's definitely less exposed to the fashion world than other places. Yeah, it's. Uh, I kind of credit it towards like basketball in a sense because when I was like really young, and that's like sort of what I was into is just like sports. Like basketball was like the first one that I really like enjoyed and like played long term. So I think I started when I was like maybe like five or something, and like it wasn't until probably like middle school ish where like I was starting to like get a little more serious into it. Like I wanted to have like some of the gear and stuff like that. And like, um, the very first like big clothing thing that I was like super excited for, was a pair of like Kobe fives. They were like black with like this sort of like shiny, like purple, um, material, like over on the front of it. And that was like the first shoe that I ever got. That was like an expensive type shoe. Like before that it would be like, maybe my mom would take me to like Kohl's or something. And I just like pick whatever basketball shoes are like on sale. So that was like, Mm -hmm. like big sort of thing. So that was, I feel like that was probably like the most I've ever like cherished a particular item. And like, I still have them somewhere, but there's literally a hole in the bottom and like the laces are like not in there anymore. And there's like, they're literally destroyed, but yeah, that's kind of, and I mean, there was a bunch of phases after that, like after the basketball thing, like eventually I kind of got over it around like high school time and started doing like the Axon American Eagle, like zoomies type of thing. And then like, yeah, some fresh etnies. I never did that, but I was, I was on like, <laughs> that's a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I had a bunch of like vans and I had like the silly, like Aztec ones and galaxy and like cat ones. Like I was like the hipster dude. Like that was kind of, I guess, where it was going. Um, and, and you're going to tell us you don't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just cosplaying all throughout. Uh, all throughout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Cosplaying weed guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, and then I got a job at Banana Republic, which is kind of a weird turn as well, I guess. Um, I kind of like started prioritizing like working as opposed to like sports and extracurricular. Like I was kind of like. Mm-hmm. Like I was just trying to make money. I don't know. I wanted to be able to like buy, buy stuff in general. Cause like that wasn't like really an option for me in terms of like my family, like buying me a bunch of stuff like that. So like that was kind of my, like what I started doing. Like once I hit 16, that's when I got a job and that's when I kind of stopped playing basketball. And then where was your, what about was it, where was your gear shift into like higher fashion or at least like, you know, like your first stepping stone towards like, what you're interested in now probably there was a lot of like sort of phases because like 
I can't like if I, I feel like if I like went through every single one of them, it would literally take forever. But I guess as I did Banana Republic, that was probably the first taste of like, oh, this stuff is nicer than the previous. And like looking back on it, like I'm not gonna say Banana Republic's like complete like bullshit, like trash. Like they have, they have some stuff that's like reasonable, but it's mm-hmm. not it's not the quality that I thought it was at the time <laughs> by any yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny how that happens. I worked at a Levi's outlet in school and it was like, it was like Levi's outlet, uh, Crocs outlet, Yankee candle. And then next to that was banana Republic. And I'd go in on my breaks and be like, ah, this shit's heat, dude. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is so sick. He fits, you know, a little, little polo. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then like, I mean, honestly, like the, the heart shoes are pretty, pretty early on in my, uh, in my designer, I guess, realm. Like that was probably one of the first designery type things that I got. And like, I was just wearing it with like banana Republic fits. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't think that those shoes get enough credit for how, like, like how many people they've brought to fashion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of people's first, like, especially to be able to say I have Comme de Garcon, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh damn, like I'm, I'm in it now. Like I definitely had no idea what it was, what it meant, like any of it when I first got them. Like I actually looking back think that I did genuinely think that they were like a French brand. <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. with the, like I said, the full banana. And then I met a friend who was like into the hype beastie stuff. And that kind of like, I'd say that was like the real beginning transition of like, learning about brands and like higher end stuff and like things that are worth money. Like, so. And when did you start putting it like on the internet? Probably around the hype beast phase. I mean, I definitely was like taking photos like in sort of like the banana Republic era as well, but it was more so like that, like men's wary era where it was like the people with like the most ridiculously like tall looking hair and like silly is <laughs> that match their like shoes and belt perfectly. Like, that was like I kind of went familiar. Yeah, do that to like the hype beast thing, which I feel like the hype beast thing is where it started to like where I started to be like a little more serious about it and like try to like do it like consistently. Yeah, Mark, how old are you, bro? Uh, I turned twenty five on January eighth. So I okay, okay, cool, cool. So you're you're definitely in our realm, but a little a little younger than Timothy and I. But yeah, like the question is like, what kind of raw denim phase did you have? That'll mm-hmm, really tell mm-hmm. me your what were the first raw fashion you age. Up. I didn't really have like a true raw denim phase because like Banana Republic was probably the closest to me like dressing like how some raw denim like early raw denim heads like dressed like. The only difference is mine were like the stretchy like traveler jeans that they had that were like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we're like literally like 150 bucks, and they were like advertised as like such high quality jeans. And that's the premium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like looking back, like that's actually crazy. But um, yeah, no, I never. I'm trying to even think of my first pair of raw denim. Like it may have been like, unless I just accidentally had a pair, which I probably did. I'd say like the first pair that I actually like seeked out was a pair of like Visvum, uh, like on Visvum salvage jeans like on grail they were second hand so like i didn't even like break them in myself or anything so that is an absolutely twisted jump though from the yeah. from the stretch <laughs> banana from the stretch <laughs> brs to the social sculptures yeah <laughs> what's funny is the guy who sold me those visvum jeans like ah, i'm trying I, yeah, I think he lives in the midwest like i don't know if he 
ever lived in Colorado, but I want to say maybe like Washington or something. But he uh, hmm. he sold me those, and then we just like became friends on Instagram. This was like before I even like was doing TikTok or anything. We just like randomly like connected on Instagram, and then later down the line, I bought my like super like um, colorful Craig Green jacket that I have. Like I bought that from him as well. Um, and yeah, this guy was getting you straight up. We've never met, but we still, uh, we still chat. So <laughs> have you made a lot of friends from doing what you do? Yeah. 100%. I feel like most of my clothes yeah. are, I mean, I also have like a thing where it's like, I am pretty down to like talk to whoever, like, I feel like I've never really had like a bad interaction with somebody. Like, I don't know, like I'm always down to like talk with someone like I'll, I'll start my little beefs online or whatever and like or like talk my shit about like things that i like yeah like but it's like at the end of the day in person like i've never really had like a bad interaction with anybody so yeah i feel i feel it's cool i feel like you definitely don't take yourself too seriously which i feel is like the like that's your appeal i think yeah i think you're really uh easy to, to kind of relate to because a lot of dudes take it so seriously. And like you said, it, it's not the same as it was in terms of like dudes matching their watches to their boots and their belts. But there's some dudes that really take it seriously and kind of forget that it's, it's literally just clothes, you know, like your shoes touch the ground. You know what I mean? But uh, is that intentional or are you just, or are you just doing your shit? Um, is it intentional in terms of what, in terms of me? Uh... Like, like you, are you doing a bit or are you really just kind of being yourself and not worrying about too much about uh, what people think? I think there was a moment where it was like, like really, really early on where it was like a bit of a bit, but I feel like now it's kind of just like a lot of my stuff is like very like in the moment. It's not like, like my opinions will change over time. So it's like, if I make a video today saying like, Oh, like I really don't like this. Like I genuinely might change my mind and like, a few months or something or like maybe somebody says something that opens up a conversation then I'm like huh, I kind of agree with that and like I'll switch up there but like I'm usually pretty like open and honest about like what I know and don't know and I think that's like a an issue with TikTok especially is that like a lot of people they want to play like they like know everything and it's like it's kind of that's that's where like misinformation like actually spreads is when people like try to play like they're like a genius and like, like they're the authority yeah so for me i just kind of like i like to admit when i don't fully know something and it's like opinion based which is a lot of my stuff like it's coming from like a perspective that's not that different from like the next guy which i don't know i feel like a lot of influencers try to act like they're like something larger than life where whereas i'm like you know dude that lived at home during college and worked at banana public <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I just also think that, like, I mean, just like in real life, that is way more interesting. And, like, I just would rather hang out with that guy than some guys like, I know everything about everything. It's like, motherfucker, you learn this stuff on the internet. Like, it's not like you've more even been about this. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I don't like that's what we always led with the like, we're from the Midwest. We're just kind of like sharing one brain cell and we're just kind of doing, you know, like, because the subtext of this whole podcast is uh, hard opinions loosely held. I mean, the other day he said, he said, I I hate everything Bob Dylan's ever made. And we're like, hold hold on, hold on. That's a wild ass take. And then we'll just like work it out until, I mean, it's like, I just don't, I think that for some reason people now, 
all conversations have to be so black and white with opinions. And it's like, no, the whole reason is like the whole music of conversation is like kind of not bickering, just like I'll share my opinion, you share your opinion, and we find something in between. Yeah. I fully agree. I'm definitely times like a lot of my videos, like I'll literally just be like doing my morning routine and maybe I'll just like take a shower and for a split second, I'm like, you know, this particular brand like kind of bugs me. And then like, I'll get out of the shower and just immediately make that video. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like a quick thought, like this kind of bugs me. I wonder if people also agree with this. And then you start getting some discourse and like, I feel like that's where like the sweet spot is, is like people like kind of sharing their opinions and like, I don't know. You kind of hear other perspectives other than your own. So what what's like what's one that you've done where you've like saw the most blowback? Ooh, uh, early. Like what got people riled up the most? Early on I feel like a lot of my videos did that, but also like <laughs> early on I would like intentionally say stuff or like make videos knowing that people would get upset. Like it wasn't like even like my opinion, it was just like what's something that a lot of people like don't like right now and let me make a video pretending like I like it and then just like watch the comments do it. <laughs> like that was very much like how I sort of came up in like a lot of the early stuff is that like I realized that what made the algorithm like do good stuff was when you made something that seemed real but would get people riled up. So it would even be like early on it was so surface level on TikTok. It would just be like people saying that they liked off-white Jordan ones and like, you know, Nike dunks and stuff like that. So I would just, you know, make a video, be like, Oh, my favorite off-white Nikes. And then just pick like the ones that are kind of objectively the worst ones in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just the comments with like 12 year olds, just like all getting upset. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I just, I so prefer, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I get what you're doing. You know what I mean? And sometimes with influencers, I'm like, I don't really get what this even is. Like, I don't know if it's their opinion on styling, on fashion, on, you know what I mean? This is at least fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's at least, I, I don't need more. There, there's a lot of opinions out there, like, and more yeah. than ever. And I think in some ways that's so great. And in some ways it's like, all right, we don't all need to have the same opinion every single day. Mm-hmm. And like someone that's going to like, stir up some shit I think is helpful. Yeah. I mean, that's my thing is it's like, I don't even necessarily like, sometimes it's not even like to bash like something. It's more so for people to kind of like have that light tick in their head and for them to be like, okay, like I can think about it from the opposite side too. Cause I mean, you can make an argument for literally almost anything like being good or bad, like even like the mischief boots. And that's why like, that's why that's like been such a thing is because people have differing opinions and then it just, you know, does the marketing for them. But it's like, yeah, they got exactly what they wanted from that situation. Like, but it's like, you can do that about anything. Like you can make an argument that like, like some like designer brand, like some of their stuff is, you know, like negative, like is not good overall for, the state of fashion or you could make the argument that it is and it's doing i mean it's the same thing with balenciaga it's the same thing with like you know there's tons of like you can twist it any way you want to but i feel like a lot of people choose to like be positive about everything which is like fine i just don't really think it's like real so i agree with you i mean i, I think that's you. like i mean we, we talked about this recently balenciaga I, I have not i don't remember the last time i heard someone talking about the clothes 
It's just the spectacle. It's the celebrity. Yeah. It's the fashion shoe. It doesn't matter. Like nobody talks about the clothes, and I don't. Th- it's because the clothes don't matter. <laughs> the clothes are still going to sell in the stores and sell to people who want to be a part of something bigger. And it's just a company that's really, really, really good. Maybe the best at marketing. Yeah. And it's like if you look at that. I mean, same thing with the mischief boot or whatever. It's like, it's just, I'm going to argue that it's art. I don't necessarily, I'm not going to tell you if I like it or not. It's irrelevant. But the whole point is it starts conversation and continues conversation. Is it kind of a dumb, goofy thing? A hundred percent. But like a lot of art is dumb and goofy and it just starts conversation and that's why it exists. And I think that like for some reason fashion, I think it's, we've talked about this before, but because it invites people in to participate inside of it more than, more than other art, it's not viewed the same way. Suddenly people have to have harsh opinions about, I would never wear those or that guy looks dumb in them. And it's like, (laughs) it's because there's a new person in it. Like you don't look at a painting and there's not like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it on. You know what I mean? And then now you're going to, judge the person for putting the painting it's like it's the only place where that happens and it gets people so much more right it's so much more personal to people for some reason yeah i think that's i mean really like fashion across the board i've never understood why people i mean i do understand why people take it personally but i also don't like it's always been something that i'm like kind of like on both sides of because like again early on like you make fun of stuff and then people like they take it personally like whether they wear it or not and it's like I do the same stuff about like things that I wear and I even just think about it. Like, I don't know when you're growing up, like whether it's sports or music or like whatever, if I'm like, Oh, this person's my favorite basketball player. And someone else is like, Oh no, this guy is like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah. Like people like banter with each other about like everything. And it's like, not that serious. But then the second you like bring that to fashion in any way whatsoever, like I feel like people are quick to take it like way too personal. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. On that subject, bro, just real fast, you said sports, music. Uh, what, like, what's it like living in Atlanta right now with the turmoil in the uh, in the trap scene? Um, are you are you into are you you like like Young Thug and Gunna and all that? Yeah, I mean, I, I like uh, I like like rap music, and I like like I'm not like the biggest music guy ever. Like, I wish I was more of one, to be honest, because like. I'm not the type to seek out new artists unless somebody like is straight up like listen to this right now because like yeah my relationship with music is basically where whenever I get in the car I play like whatever is like last played on my uh, Apple Music and just like get going, <laughs> which leads me to like listening to the same stuff for like weeks. Which honestly, like I'd love to get better at like. Maybe I need to switch back to Spotify because that, that's what, it, like, every time I say stuff about that, like, people are like, oh, use Apple Music or Spotify. And then they say that Apple Music is, or that Spotify is better for, like, finding new artists and stuff like that. But I'm just very, la- like, lazy with it, so. Yeah. What, what's in what's in your rotation right now? Like, I swear, I feel like I've been listening to the Yachty album since it came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone, somebody made a point on like one of the videos about the new Yachty album and they were like, Oh, like it's very inspired by Yves Tumor, however you say it. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to that artist. And so I've been doing that and I've enjoyed, uh, I've enjoyed them as well. And then I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that really been, I went back and listened to, uh, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino recently. Cause it's like kind of in that same realm. Like again, like someone was like, Oh, uh, like, this isn't that different him making an alternative album. Like, this is, like, what Childish Gambino already did. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that album. And I went back and listened to that. So it's like, I don't really, 
it has to kind of hit me in the face for me to go listen to it. And then once I do, I just start listening to it like way too much until something else hits me in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What, what about like, what else are you into besides fashion? Like, is it, so if music's not your thing, are you still into basketball? I mean, obviously comedy plays a big role in what you do. Are you into that at all? I'm definitely into basketball still. Like I'll watch games and like, I mean, I've been trying to get back to it in general in terms of like going to the gym and stuff. And like, I was doing pretty good about that until like, the like consistent travel the past like month or two and that's kind of like got me off my rhythm and then also like trying to find my routine like i was saying in between like sort of halfway moving but um you know i'm I'm definitely into basketball and um in terms of comedy lately i've been watching uh my girlfriend and i've been making her watch it too but we've been re-watching all of nathan for you which is like yeah premium uh honestly that's like premiere inspo for me like i'm like watching and i'm like how can i like twist this into like fashion tiktok type stuff because like this makes perfect sense for you bro it's like so genius like i don't know what it is yeah like watching this and i'm like holy shit like if i can figure out a way to like twist this in a way that works for me like i don't know I've, i've tried a little bit here and there like even like my new york constant like it wasn't necessarily like inspired directly from that but like in general like i like I like the idea of trying to do more skit type stuff and like in-person things. So No, I I really like that for you. I think it makes sense too, because like you're, you're like, it's not, it's you're, you're the content you have is it's much more like sincere than like trolling, but you're definitely trying to get a reaction out of someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what does like, you know, cause like I've seen you do that with like disruptors and shit. You know what I mean? Like what, like, is that, so is that, do you just like, like the challenge of taking some sort of like kind of controversial or sort of fucked up piece of clothing and going, I'm going to make it work. Or is it literally just, and then you actually try to make it work. Or are you just doing this for the photo to get people riled up? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like when you're actually doing it, you don't like really know what the sole purpose is for. Like, it's just like, I feel like I just do shit that's like funny to me. And then sometimes like people will start complaining and be like, Oh, you're making that joke again. And it's like, it gets to a point where like, it's funny the first like few times and then you just kind of keep doing it. Cause now you're just like almost on like autopilot with it. Like it, you almost convince <laughs> yourself that it's like not even like weird anymore. But, um, no, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I just like to sort of bring, like, I enjoy fashion and I'm kind of like all over the place with it. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like strictly high fashion. They make content about like designers and like historical stuff. And there's people who like stick to kind of like style based content. Like, oh, you should go like buy this item or here's the 30th, get ready with me for the week. But like, I feel like I'm somewhere like, all over the place. Like I just want to bring like entertainment and fashion together. And like, if it's funny, it's funny. If it's not, it's not, but I don't know. Like, I just like to bring like an entertainment factor to it. I think that's what we're like responding to the most is that it just, it's not even that like you're, maybe it's not just that you're not taking it as seriously, but like you're trying to make it more interactive than just, here's clothes and how I wear them. And then you should like what I like. And it's like, it feels beyond that feels more conversational through these sort of funny takes on, Mm -hmm. on stuff that's going on. Like, do you have like, 
uh, talking about like like seeing something like Nathan for you and trying to like somehow apply that. Do you have like a? Do you feel like you have like a goal for this or like somewhere you're trying to push it to or some ideal version of things? Or are you just sort of like doing it day to day? Um, a little bit of both. I definitely have things that I like want to make happen. Um, like I mean, this year in general, like one of my priorities was to kind of do more collaborative stuff like whether that be with like other creators or like brands or like what have you because like i feel like there's so many people that are doing like content creation or whatever and that are like doing cool stuff and like not only that but like i'm already friends with them and it's just like for the past couple years i feel like we've sort of like kind of dropped the ball in the sense of like collaborating together because it's like yeah maybe we've made like videos here and there of us just like simply being in New York, like maybe just like a quick clip of like, Oh, we're together or like a quick photo. Yeah. But it's like, there's so much more that can be done. And that's like, even when I'm looking at New York content these days, like it's all just street interviews. It's all like pretty much staged and not even like in a way that's funny or like entertaining or like really bringing anything to the table. And I'm just like, there's like endless opportunities in a place like New York to like make something like really cool and interesting. And like, I feel like collectively people have sort of dropped the ball on like making like actual, like good and interesting collaborations. So that's definitely one of the things that I'm like trying to work on, but I also want to do like more collaborative, like products. Like, I mean, you guys do your thing with like Orslo and stuff like that. Like I want to do a shoe really bad. Like that's something that's kind of like, on my radar like i just think it would be Mm -hmm. a cool a cool thing to take on and like i don't really want to have a clothing brand right now or maybe ever but i do want to like put out products so who who would be like your uh pinnacle in terms of footwear manufacturer you worked with um in terms like a brand to like collaborate with yeah there's one that's i will probably tell you off pod because i don't know if it might happen. Like it's possible. Like I, yeah. like when I say it's like early stages, it's like so early that like, there's no even like, yeah. 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 Like it, it's a mere idea right now. I just like simply have like a connection to like possibly make it work. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I like my thing with like collaborating with like brands is that it kind of gives you a way to like bring your ideas to, someone who can make it better than you <laughs> because they're yeah, mm-hmm. totally. smaller brands that will like go and find a manufacturer. That's just absolute like garbage. And it's like, they have like a unique idea, but it's just executed so poorly. And I'm like, why not take advantage of the people who are already like masters at it? I don't know. Of course. Of course. But I think that's when collaborations are at their best is when, both places are using each other's abilities to be better. And I think in a lot of cases, it's just sort of like it's two names that they've slapped together because it'll get the most press or whatever. And it's like, I don't know that you guys are using, like, it's not like one's pulling from one thing, one's pulling the other thing that, that feels like when we do the cloud with Orso, for example, we gave them a bunch of ideas that we really liked and then asked them forever if we could make it happen. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they made it happen. But ultimately like, we're like, what, what specific things I'm like, they pulled from a bunch of our ideas and made a better idea that they could actually manufacture. Otherwise my ideas are just a bunch of images I pulled and stuff that I thought was cool and some, colors I liked and, and no details mm-hmm. that they use, but they do their own thing with it because 
they're denim masters and I'm not. So it's like mm-hmm. that's that's when I think it goes well when someone is you're taking an idea to them that I have no idea how to execute. And then they're going here, I can execute that this way. I think that's when it really works. Well, 100%. And there's like these, I feel like these small clothing brands, it's like, I applaud whoever to like start something like that, especially if they're going to like take the right steps and like really try to like get better and improve. But it's like, there are certain clothing items that are just way harder to execute than others. And for some reason, like, that's the stuff that they gravitate towards. Like knitwear is like extremely difficult. Denim is extremely difficult. Um, like all this stuff, like footwear is like extremely difficult, but for whatever reason that's hands gravitate towards. And like, I don't know, like it's typically results in like pretty terrible stuff. (laughs) Yeah. What's like a, what's a, what's a brand right now that you really are fucking with? Like you think is really doing the most interesting things right now. You obviously follow this really closely. You have to have someone that's like kind of stands out and it, cause it's, I, and I'm asking, I guess, because there's so much now and everything gets pressed because of social media and everything's out there. And like, it, it takes a, you have to be way more cued in than you used to be to, to call out the like interesting shit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely like, I think that's the thing too, is like, you'll put on like an emerging brand or something. And then before you know it, there's like three other videos from other creators that are like all of a sudden talking about it too, which is like, is fine. But it's also like when you're putting these brands on, like, I feel like some do it to just kind of like jump on it as opposed to like actually like looking into the brand and being like, this is actually cool. Like I actually get down with this before just like video, but this is exactly why I'm asking you this question because I feel like I felt like you were going to be honest in that way because I feel like the same thing is happening where it's like because everyone wants to know the newest and coolest, it, it really has a lot less to do with like your actual level of interest or like or it has more. It's like I'm going to create hive mind around this thing right now yeah. because because I, I found it and no one else is talking about it. And it's like, well, that doesn't necessarily make it good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there might be a reason behind that and you're just going to try to create a trend behind it. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, that's my thing too, is like, that's what I enjoyed so much about Paris uh, Fashion Week and like really just any sort of like showroom type things where you can go and like feel the clothes in person and be like, these are like solid like pieces right here. Like that's like a huge game changer. Cause like, I mean, on the opposite end, there have been times where I'll like put on a brand, like be like, this is like cool stuff. Like it's really like, like I like mess with it. And then you get it in person and you're just like, like, it's not, like, garbage necessarily, but you're just, like, a little bit, like, eh, like, I don't... Like, it didn't live up to the fantasy that you had created in your head. Yeah, and then there's other brands where it's, like, the opposite. Like, you see it in person, you're just, like, wow, that's, like, even better than I expected, which that's, like, the sweet spot. But um, to, I guess to answer the question in terms of brands, like, I know when I went to Paris, I was, like, really, really stunned by, like, the Karoo research stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. But y'all, do you guys... It's coming in. That is on the way. Yep. Uh, Like their stuff is like extremely good. And I know there's a lot of these brands that are like coming out that do like sort of like the upcycling, like Bodhi-esque type stuff. But I feel like they kind of like created their own little lane with it and like are actually executing it like as good, if not better, in my opinion. Um, And then also like second layer, I was like super like, I, I always was like kind of interested in their stuff, but like actually seeing it in person and then like now having some pieces from them, like their pants, like they fit me like extremely well. I got like a cashmere sweater that like 
I don't, I don't really do good with wools. So like, that's like kind of my go-to like beat up sweater now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's tough with a, with brands like, like that where you're, it's more about like fabrication and fit and all this other stuff. That's really hard to translate when a lot of the brands that were like, the like DTC brands or smaller brands just getting started, especially as like, I mean, we, we went to New York and did a couple of meetings, but like, we don't really, we don't go to shows anymore because it's like, it just doesn't really exist. You know what I mean? Like it's there, but like no one's using, it. if you've been around for long enough, it's, and it's, it's a lot of money to go. And unless you're bringing in a ton of new stuff and people don't use the shows the same way, it's just, it's a whole different market for, for like a, a retailer and buying yeah. and st- it's, it, I think it's Carlos stuff is obviously really beautiful, but like it also, it is, it's a head turner. You know what I mean? So it's easier to see on a page and go, Oh wow, that's gorgeous to wear something like a cashmere sweater. If you don't see the fit or you don't feel the material, it's kind of hard to understand a little bit more when you're only viewing it through like pictures or online. So it, it I think it's going to be interesting to watch how, brands like that are forced to evolve. Like, I almost think that like a brand like La Mer, like with their uh, like opening season and stuff, like if they had to go DTC first, first round, that's, that's tough. That's a tougher sell. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you really have to create a world out of pretty simple looking things. If you can't feel them and touch them and see them. So I'm interested to see how brands evolve in that way of like, how are you going to show it better? And how is it going to be more interactive? We've had that experience with, um, with being retailers of as it's moved more online, especially through pandemic and everything, we had to like replicate the in-store experience online. So that's why when we started doing all the YouTube stuff, when we tried to be way more interactive on um, Instagram and everything, how we got involved in forums, style forum, discord, this podcast, it's, it's, it's a tricky place anymore. You know what I mean? And like, it's hard because like, I think that, the trends and everything aren't just being formed by the brands or a handful of point of views. I mean, there's, there's content creators like yourself and there's tons of them, you know what I mean? And you have to like try to align yourself with the right ones so that like people understand like how you're like, you want it, you want how you're doing things to be perceived through others. It's, it's a, it's a much trickier landscape to like sell stuff to people anymore. And I think that like, it's funny, like people like, people like you content creators are, are, are really like, I think you hold more weight than a lot of people know at this point because def- it's still new. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I mean, even like you'll see like in my own experience, it's like I've been featured in like GQ Australia and I've also been on the throwing fits podcast and like one of them seems like, or yeah. like big than the other but which one got me more like recognition and followers, the podcast, you know what I mean? So it's For like sure, yeah. a lot of these like ginormous, like conglomerates and like these like big brands and like whatever you like that seems so like larger than life, like amazing, like, you know, they are great. And it's like no disrespect to like some of them or whatever, but it's like, that's not necessarily what people are tuned into. Like you, I don't know for sure, but like, you know, you have one viral TikTok, like there's probably more eyes on that than there is on like the latest magazine from whatever big like fashion thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Undoubtedly. It's, it's kind of crazy, but, um, yeah, going back to what you were saying, like even in terms of like quality in terms of like the things that aren't super like crazy designs per se, like I feel like there really is like a huge disconnect on, um, social media especially tiktok like what quality even is and that's something that's like hard because it's like on one end there's people that are saying that this like random small streetwear brand that's making 
I don't know, a sweater that's kind of made pretty poorly, like saying that it's great quality. And there's other people that Mm -hmm. like this actual, like nice piece of clothing is quality, but like most of them don't really like get into actual details. So no, I think quality is by far the most misused word in, in any lane of fashion as a retailer, as a brand, as a consumer, the amount of times that like, you know, a couple 15 year old grailed kids would walk in and be like, Oh, you can just feel the quality on this thing, bro. Come check this out. And it's like, tell me why, yeah. why is that? You know? And what does that mean? Me and Timothy talked about this not long ago about like what quality means and how it's kind of measurable to an extent, but also what's quality to me might just be something that I can wear for 10 years yeah. for a long time and other people might view it as like what's the most expensive material and you know how much did it cost and etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. yeah definitely it's kind of like a bullshit where it doesn't really mean anything despite a lot of people tying that like to everything everything yeah. is the highest quality it's the highest quality print or dye or whatever it's like it seems like a lot of like for tiktok kids especially it's like heavyweight equals quality which like yeah you know sometimes that's true like i feel like it's you know it's not always like incorrect, but also it's like a lot of these big brands, the reason why they don't make their hoodies like extremely, like, like extremely, extremely heavyweight is because like, it'll make it like sit weird on the body or like yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the seams don't like stay uh, enforced as long or like whatever the case may be. And it's like a lot of these like younger kids, they make these like, they just go for like the most heavyweight they can on whatever piece that they're trying to make. And it's like, they don't, like think about these other factors that like others have. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's just it though. And, and you know, I remember watching something of yours where you talked about how you, and I'll let you speak on it, but about how you didn't like how people were defining trends now. And it's like, it's, it is weird because it's like a handful of people now, a handful of these random kids will suddenly decide something is it or like heavyweight is quality. And because of, <laughs> Because I don't think anyone knows who, like, for so long, like you're saying, GQ is like people's true north. Like, if they anoint it, they're the ones. I don't think, it's hard, I don't know who you look to anymore. Because I think a lot of those larger corporations are, are, you know, they have, they're bound by a lot of um, advertising and everything that's crept in through the years. And these tiny makers and stuff really don't likely know what they're talking about because they are, one, very young, don't work in the industry, don't really know what they're talking about just yet and and they're still like finding themselves through through like the creative process and you're just like i don't know who i don't know who's the true north star anymore you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i i i don't know i mean because it's hard it's hard to know like who who actually has the right information 100 i mean i think it's good and bad like with some of that like i mean obviously the bad is that like a lot of people just want to like they don't actually care about the information. They just want to have someone with a bigger fl- platform tell them what they want to hear. So it's like, if they're saying, oh, Zara is great quality, like they're like, oh, bet, sign me up. Like I was already shopping at Zara and this guy who has 500K pop yeah. reassured me, like, cool. But it's like, on the other end, I feel like with so many people talking about like smaller brands that are actually like doing cool stuff, it kind of forces like brands like GQ to like also put them on and like all these other like bigger like designer brands or not brands, but designer uh, shops and whatnot. Like they're kind of being forced to like pay attention to some of these people because like that's now what people are like looking towards and like wanting, which I guess is a positive of it. But 
all this stuff is like we, we've talked about it a lot. It's 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 all a catch twenty two. Like the the internet being what it is for fashion is such. I, I say all the time, it's like such a big deal to me just because of where I'm from. Like I would have killed to have this level of like access to makers and brands and just trends and being able to see what was going on while I'm living in mm-hmm. you know middle of nowhere Indiana, um, which I didn't have. You know, so it, I had what I could possibly get a hold of, which was like a handful of magazines. And uh, at the same time, you have this other problem of like now there are so many people involved and so many people throwing their name around. And like, you know, it it tends to like you're saying it gets like a number gets assigned to someone and you're like, okay, that's the one that they they have this many followers. So that's the one that, that we listen to. And you're like, yeah, but like if you're just working, if the, you know, if, if all you're going off of is like how the algorithm's deciding how interesting they are. It's like, well, that I don't know if they have good information or not. And I think that, like, I do feel like I miss... I just don't even feel like there's really great fashion writers right now. There's like a couple that have newsletters and they've been and they've been reduced to a newsletter and they don't have a bigger platform. And that can be okay to a certain extent. But I think a lot of people with some of maybe the best or like most informed opinions might have a much smaller platform than, you know, some guy who just hit it right on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I guess I also want to commend you. Like you're you're doing that thing and still standing out and still seem to see know what you're talking about. I feel like a lot of what you've said has been I've I've been aligned with. I think you're thinking about it the right way, um, and you're still able to have like a sense of humor about it. So I mean, yeah, we that's saying that we appreciate what you're doing because it's it's different in in a lot of ways. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I definitely like. I think at the end of the day, like I just. I don't really understand how so many like people who are like so heavily into fashion in terms of like influencer type stuff. Like, I mean, maybe they do get burnt out, but like, I feel like, like even watching some of these like mega influencers who are like still like out buying a shit ton of clothes, like with their own money and stuff too. It's like, they're getting gifted from every brand under the sun and they're still also buying like hauls worth of stuff. And I'm like, how do you even get like that excited about some of this stuff anymore? Cause it's like, there's just so much that's like coming out that, for me, like there's, I've gotten plenty of stuff where I'm like, okay, like these are all cool items, but at the end of the day, I'm still wearing like my story MFG cargoes, a vintage tee, this, the same jewelry every day. And like either like Birkenstocks or like the one or two other pairs of boots that I like wear. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes I think about it like that and I'm like, I kind of just default to the same stuff. And like, I just don't understand. Like, it's crazy to me how like some people like they won't even rewear this, like their stuff, like more than like once or twice. And if they do, it's like got to be like a fully different, like extravagant outfit. Like in a sense, I kind of thought that like culture died of like, I need a full new outfit for this event or that or this, but like you still see it all the time of like people who are getting dressed for TikTok or getting dressed for like, an event and they'll never, you know, rewear any of that stuff, which is, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how people like stay excited about some of that stuff when like there's such like an overhaul, like to me, like I go through like periods of being like burnt out and not, and I feel like, especially right now, like I'm definitely going through like that after fashion week burnout in a sense. So like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just so much like I'm scrolling through my for you page like earlier and I'm like, like, it's just it's not like there's not a whole lot of entertainment. There's not a whole lot of like actual like value in a lot of this stuff that I'm like watching. So like it just gets kind of like, 
I don't know. It gets boring. <laughs> that was kind of repetitive. And I also think that like when you're buying like that or when you've reduced your style to just only new things, it, it feels impossible to define someone's like personal style that way. It's just new stuff that follows the trends that are going on. And that's fine. I mean, we love people buying into that stuff, but I think that like, I don't know. It's, it's just hard. I, I, when you're really trying to like develop your personal style, there is repetition, there is sameness, there is like, cause you're, you're sort of like owning this thing for yourself. And I don't think that that type of purchasing really allows for that. That feels so, I don't know. It feels like you're dressing for other people, not for yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the best purchases that I like make are the ones that I have to like really go back and forth on for a long time and like really weigh it out. And like, you know, even like think about like, Oh, is this worth the money? Like, do I want to spend this much money? Like yada, yada, yada. And then you finally are like, well, like, let's just go for it. And then that's like going to be that piece that you like, because you had such like a back and forth with it. Like, I feel like you're more likely to like appreciate it. You kind of allowed yourself to connect to it a little bit more before you've even had a chance to wear it. Yeah, and it's like some people, they just like glance at it for like five seconds, slip a shoe on their foot for like two seconds, and they're just like, yep, like done. And I don't know, like to me. Got the picture, I'm out of here, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any amount of money I could have in my bank account for me to like buy stuff like that and like not just think that it's like a chore later on to like get rid of. Like, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because even now it's like, you know, like you'll get – it's like I'll get things that are like gifted and like a lot of them are like really great. In fact, like there's plenty of days where I like wake up and I'm like looking at my outfit. And I'm like, yeah, this was just like a fully gifted fit, which is like makes it kind of hard in terms of like content for me to be like, yo, this stuff is sick. But also I didn't pay for it because like I think yeah. like beforehand, it's like, would I be wearing these clothes working at Buffalo Exchange still like? And it's like a lot of times the answer is like probably not. Like maybe I'd like to, but like I'm not. You know what I mean? But um, I think consumers too are also so much smarter at this point now. Like you can you can smell out like a paid ad or when somebody is giving something. Like if 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 like you really don't love it, and I'm sure you have gotten things that you really fuck with, you know. But yeah, yeah you can smell that from a mile away of being like, oh, this is this is content for content's sake because they're getting paid to do this, and that is strictly it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think people can see that so much more clearly now, whereas like you know, 2017, 2018, it was really shit that person's wearing that well then they really must like it i'm gonna if they co-sign i'm in like you were mentioning earlier but now i feel like it's so much easier to dissect what's what's true and what is business yeah especially i mean like it's like early on like you kind of set the groundwork for like who you are and like how your opinions are going to be like taken and stuff like that and like it's like if early on you're just like taking like whatever ads are thrown at you and like all this stuff like I mean, there is like a fine line. Like, I mean, I'll do like, I might do an ad with something that I don't like wear all the time, but I know is like something I can back or maybe is like a more affordable version of like something that I wear that might be like accessible to like other people. Cause it's like, that's mm-hmm. important too. like, I don't want to like only do advertisements with like things that like maybe a third or half or 75% of my audience like can't afford. Cause like, that's just, you know, it's just kind of lame. So like I try to like, I don't know, like spread the, spread the wealth, I guess, with all of like in terms of content, but 
there's definitely people who will just kind of take whatever, like it could be Amazon, it could be Gucci, it could be anything in between. And they're just like, whatever, like money is money. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think it's like, I get it both ways, but I think if you really, if you actually care about what you're doing, like it sounds like you do, you have a conscious about it and that's sort of Mm -hmm. like where it's at. Yeah. Well, Mark, it's been it's been really nice chatting with you, man. We're we're kind of coming to the end, and I don't know if you've listened to our podcast before, but we we end it with a thing called hot takes, which is basically just we ask you a question. We yeah, it's not necessarily even a hot take. It's just typically a strong opinion is going to have. It's just a weird like question yeah. that we're yeah. So yeah. what do we? I don't know what it what what which so, one is it today? Chad? So this one's interesting. It's like you know what is a brand that doesn't necessarily manufacture clothes or apparel or anything, but if they did, you think would be cool, you know? Like, okay, so let me make sure I understand. So basically that you're saying that like, and like, like, like I'm thinking right now, like if, if Marlboro got into making clothes, yes, they probably look similar to double RL might be cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I get that. that I get that. that yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Are you, do you have one right off the bat or no, I, I don't. Well, I, I kind of do. I kind of do. Okay. I don't want to be too like canoe clubby, but like I think if water retail were to make clothing, oh, I okay. think that so it would be right in my lane. Yeah. I can't. I I'm shocked you're using something like this and not going with something crazier. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. The thing is that that's real. But I mean, like I also say like Wendy's or something. Yeah. Wendy's could be cool. I don't know. Black and Miles could be cool. Yeah. I was like, okay. this wouldn't even be stuff that I would wear. But if, uh, you know, Speaking of, speaking from the south, uh, if Waffle House made clothes, I just know that uh, that's oh, a great yes, answer, that, bro. That's thank a, you. <laughs> that was like what first came to my mind. Even though, like, I know damn well I probably wouldn't wear anything from it, but would be uh, would definitely be a play. Aesthetically, it would be cool. It would be it would be sick. I could picture the T now. Uh, I'm happy you said that, dude. We don't have there's like a Waffle House in Denver area. Oh wow, that's I didn't even know that. It's like I don't know where the cutoff point is, but I didn't uh, I didn't think there'd be one over there. Yeah, there were a bunch up in Ohio. Yeah, we I'm had from. a ton in Indiana. Yeah. I think there's still ones in my college town where you you can still smoke inside. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They'll just pay the fine. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, no, I I don't even. That's where you go. But like, I know like there's been times where like people will come into town from like the North or like wherever. And like, that's like the one place they want to go to. And in Atlanta, I'm like, damn, like, all right. Like, I don't even <laughs> myself, but you know, is there anything, is there anything in the, is there anything like in the South though, that like, w- like most people don't know about like waffle house, but, w- but should, huh. I don't know. Cause I mean, Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like there's like, this is kind of stupid, but like even like Publix, like grocery store, like that's, you know, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people don't know about that. Cause I mean, everyone knows Chick fil A at this point. Everyone knows Waffle House. Everyone knows, even though I've never been, never been to Magic City, but that's like the other thing that whenever I say I live in Atlanta, that's like the first thing that people say is like, oh, are you going to Magic City? I'm like, nah, but that, that's like, that's like <laughs> the major strip club, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, okay, okay. They, yeah. they have good food and stuff from according to. Oh, see, I didn't even know they music. had, I didn't even know they had, they had food. <laughs> I'm getting my information all from music. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what's, yeah. what's real and what's not. <laughs> from future. Yeah. That's like um, the first I, thing that people say whenever I'm like, oh, I live in Atlanta. They're like, oh, I got to come visit and go to Magic City and like. I don't even know where it is. Like I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've heard Publix, the chicken tenders are the are the takeaway, right? Is yeah, that like the subs is what people like freak out over? To be honest, like I don't even think they're like that that good. I don't know if that's like a hot take, but <laughs> like now we'll take it. Ever, but you know, 
maybe they're good to Timbo. others. <laughs> what, what would you? Be, what would be your brand? I mean, the Marlboro one's pretty good. The more I sit with it, I'm yeah. trying to think of another like, like for some reason I think Burger King would make shit like Marnie. <laughs> oh, like I think it's like exaggerated and weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. With like the royal mascot. Yeah, yeah, we got the Burger King. Well, you see how freaky that guy is. Yeah, you know the nuts. clothing has to be weird too. Yeah. I mean, I had. I'm into that. I had the Boner King tea. You know, you can. Uh, I gave it away, but you know, they're oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, you know, life's full of regrets. <laughs> yeah. Really, we still have the framed picture of you in our bathroom right now. <laughs> I forgot about the bear. That. Yeah, so yep. thick. Good times. That's, That's how I knew we fucked with you when we said it'd be cool to have a framed picture. And you sent it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was, those things where I was like, I have to, uh, I have to make this happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that'll live with us forever, bro. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Well, really appreciate you. Um, you want to? St- I, I think people probably know if they're following us, but you want to tell people where they can follow you at? Of course, um, Mark underscore Boutelier, B O U T I L I E R. That's TikTok. That's Instagram. That's YouTube. I guess. Um, am I? Am I free to? We haven't like fully. Yes. Like, this is what I was leading up mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, so next next month, or I guess this month, or maybe this week, or. Whenever uh, this comes out and you guys are watching it, we're going to be uh, doing another little giveaway. So if you guys tuned into the the first one, which was like probably a year ago now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, easy. That was like a that was a banger giveaway. We did like the full capital. We did a bear. We did a hat. We did. Yeah. yeah we're going to cook up something nice. So it'll be March. It'll be March. And we're, we're putting this out, but for the month of March. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys still. And you're doing giveaways all March, right? All month long. Yeah. It's March. Oh, yeah which is a name that uh, my girlfriend came up with. I literally first first shot, she named it, and I was like, damn, I know you've never watched Nailed it. It's actually so <laughs> sick, dude. <laughs> damn well she's never watched a single uh, NCAA uh, basketball game, but I'm like, you know, I, I appreciate it nevertheless. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun to just kind of give back. And then, of course, like, if y'all are down to do it the first week of March. Um, yep. We'll definitely have to get on that though. I kind of, I kind of forget that that's coming up soon. But nevertheless, yeah, same. It'll start with a bang. That'll be like definitely, probably one of the one of the best ones we got for the month. So yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, we're coming up with it. Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're we're getting it set up. It's gonna be cool stuff. We're doing so. He's we're we're first week of the giveaways, and then every week you're doing giveaways. So if you don't follow Mark, follow him and get involved in that so we can yep. so uh, so you can get a get a chance to win some cool shit. Hopefully, lots of winners. I know I have. Uh, I'm already free to announce this, I guess, but uh, I do have um, Samuel Zelig for one of the one of the weeks as well. So I don't they, they were the interview that right before you. So perfect. Oh, nice, <laughs> super sick. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be more Boys. more canoe club love there. So awesome. Thank you, bro. All right, man. Well, you know, appreciate everything you've done for us. We love working with you. We love knowing you. So it's really good to chat in person and kind of, I mean, not in person, but over the microphones and uh, get to know you a little better. So thanks a lot for doing this, man. Uh, I hope people like it. So yeah, I'm sorry if I uh, punch everybody, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's (laughs) (laughs) no, bro. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. All right, bro. We'll keep an eye out. Okay. Everyone keep an eye out for uh, Mark Madness and uh, we'll talk to you soon, bro. All righty. Take it easy. Amen. Amen. Amen.